When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a special edition. We are live for Big Fight Weekly and we've got a special guest today. Former pro boxer, MMA fighter, bare knuckle boxer, now an MMA boxing coach. He's got his own gym here on the North Wales coast. It's Mr. Azzy Thomas on the show with us today for this special live. Unfortunately, at the moment, we're just waiting on a... Thomas. Nine and three in MMA, four and zero oh in boxing. ABA Welsh champion, 2006 silver medalist at the British Championships in boxing, and you also competed at the 2006 Commonwealth Games in Melbourne. That's right. Yes, that's right. Many years ago now, some of the best time boxing as an amateur. So, yeah, I miss those days. I'll be honest with you. Chris, do you want to get into uh, Aziz? MMA career first. I know you've got a lot of questions to ask. Yeah, can do. Can you can you hear me, Azzy? Is everything good? Yeah, perfectly clear, mate. Perfectly clear. Great sound. The wins. There was a lot, a lot of submissions. Yeah. So um, I knew my ground game was going to be uh, pretty much targeted coming into MMA. Being a boxer, all the guys that um, do MMA when they fight boxers just take them down. So I knew I had to like work on takedown defence and submissions and be dangerous not only in striking but um, with the submission game as well and to be honest now if I if I go into a fight now my submission game is a lot better than my striking game which is funny enough um, it's a strange way how things work out my wrestling's come on massively in the last two years just been working on uh, my wrestling and uh, it's got much better obviously no one's been fighting because of the pandemics yeah. I'm fighting on um, the 4th of September now on Almighty, so I'm looking forward to just um, testing myself again. Who's yeah, your opponent? Who's your opponent for that one, Azzy? Well, to be honest, right? So my, my the guy I was meant to fight was um, some something. Um, I don't even know. I don't even. It's bad. Like I said no. Joel Joel Cavey Downey Jr. or something. Sorry, this guy going past. And um, he fought in Cage Warriors uh, last night right. and got beat. So yeah. I'm just I just messaged the uh, promoter and I was saying I'm not really. Wanted to fight a guy who's on a losing streak. To be honest, I'm asking for a new opponent now. I want, I want, I want to be able to like um, come back, but someone that's like a noble name now, rather than just fight someone that's like on a losing streak. Nothing to gain. I've been out four years. I've been on a ban for four years. So now I, I want to come back and um, make sure I'm making. You know, I was in the top ten in the UK at one point at the featherweights, and that's where I want to go again. Yeah. You know, I want to get back on that. Is that is that where you feel most comfortable at featherweight? Um, yeah, to be honest, that's my best. That's my best weight I fight at. Um, the wet, I, I could possibly make bantam weight, but I don't want to kill myself making weight and struggling. Um, you know, to get there, so I'm comfortable at featherweight, and that's where I feel best at. This fight's actually booked as lightweight, but um, we'll see what the promoters come back with see who they get me so i'm happy to fight lightweight i fought lightweight a few times um but i'm more comfortable like i say at featherweight chris 
Um, I was going through, obviously, you were trained in SP, SPG Manchester. You had yeah. a hell of a, a lot of wrecking crew with fighters, uh, you know, oh, ex, at your, ex-UFC beast. and then future UFCs. Martin yeah. Stapleton, uh, Saul yeah. Waters, David Grant. You had Aaron Wilkinson in your corners for a few of your fights, I noticed as well. Yeah, great guy. I love Aaron. He's a great guy. Um, he's working now with Carl Prince at American Top Team, which uh, looks like a great team they've got putting together right now. Mm. As well, but yeah, SPG. Like, um, I wanted to join a gym like that who had Carl Townsend at the time. Um, sadly, passed away now. But um, at the time, he's yeah. probably the probably the best coach in the UK. Uh, uh, mixed, you know, with mixed martial arts, him alongside you know a couple of others. But I, I hold him in high regard, and he taught me so much. And most of the stuff I use today is from Carl Townsend, the SPG way of training. So I just implemented into my game. But yeah, uh, some great guys. You know, every day was a hard day in the office. It wasn't an yeah, easy uh, day in the office going there, training and sparring. You know, you had to leave your ego at the door. And, yeah. But that's how you get better, you know. And I, I, I knew that. I knew I was like probably the least experienced, you know, um, going in sparring with these guys. I knew I was only going to get better because that's how you evolve, you know. You learn off the best, learn off the best people you can. And these guys 100%. at the time, I believe, were the best, you know, around my area. Also, uh, I was I was going through some of your fights as well on YouTube. The ones I could actually get hold of, the, um, there's a few I couldn't. Um, yeah. There's one that one that stood out for me. Um, it was your second fight. And I know it was what against... you're going to say. No, no. <laughs> Look at his against... face. It's against Mitchell. I know what you're going to say. It was yeah. against Mitchell Mitchell Head, and um, your mouth oh, guard Mitch. fell out. Yeah, your mouth oh, guard yeah. fell out, and you you uh, got the back mount of Mitchell Head. Uh, the referee decided to stop it to put your mouth guard in then. That just absolutely oh, no. baffled me. Yeah, it baffled me, to be honest. But um, the neck was there, so I just choked him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the opportunity was there. Just It was like, usually they'd let, wait for the separation to put the mouth guard in. But he just sort of like stopped you in the back guard and went, oh, here you go. And then, you know, obviously, yeah. <laughs> it was there for the taking. It was a very heat fight. That's what I thought you were going to mention. That's oh, I've got. I have, today. That's a fight I'm going to look for in the future. Hopefully, yeah, I'll, I'll bring that up. I did yeah, written it down. I, um, I thought you did quite well, and I thought you were stifling when you, when you had your full guard and you had you on against the cage. I thought you, you were doing yeah. really well to stifle that to get that standing up. Obviously, you hit him with the up kick, but um, yeah. I, I, what I saw in that was an Oscar-winning performance from Mario Said. It's unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was. Uh... Yeah, I didn't know till after. I knew it was a bit dodgy. I felt like it was a bit sus the way he went down. I played football, so I kind of know how to win penalties and stuff. And it felt like he was trying to win a fight that kind of way. And then it was only till after. It blew up on the internet around the time. It was actually went viral. It went, yeah, I get a message from all over the world um, saying, oh, you got robbed. You got, um, you know, he was acting. He's, he's doing like basically what you see a Real Madrid player do. <laughs> And after I seen that, that's when I like I needed to get that fight on. And I've had an altercation with him actually at Bama. He actually, um, <laughs> she might have seen it. it's actually on my Facebook page. Um, I basically called him out at a Bama show, and um, <clears throat> basically said, you know, we need to get this fight on. He came back after me later on. I was with uh, my partner at the time, and uh, he basically hit me from behind. So it's kind of funny. So this, this fight, I can't let go. This fight, no. I want, I want, I want to get on, and he's fine with Brave at the minute. So, if I make a good debut back now after four years, Brave, and why not fight Miles Ahida? That's a fight loads of people still want to see. I, I, I definitely want to see it because I, I could say because you hit with the up kick, but you, you know what I mean. It wasn't a knockout. 
And he was arguing no. with Mark God, Mark arguing Mark Goddard at the time, and then decided I'll just fall back. Did everyone give yeah. him an Oscar after it? Like because that was yeah, you know, fantastic honestly, pantomime. Even, yeah, even the commentator said to me after that was suspect. That that was so everyone. Everyone in the venue said it was suspect. You have to check it back and look at look at the replays, and I did, and I just I could see. I I like I say, my intuition told me it was uh, he's doing like a. A football trick trying to win a penalty. I thought he was going to yeah. maybe get a point off or something, maybe, you know, but he got the bloody DQ. He said he couldn't carry on, so he was knocked out, which is bullshit. I seen him actually after that fight, and he was in the um, doctor's room after he'd gone and get checked out after. And I got him in a rear naked choke, and he was, and we're just laughing and joking. And I was like, hmm. oh, what went on, on, on there? Like, you know, was you, was you actually knocked out? He's like, oh, mate, yeah, I think he broke my neck. And he told Devin I broke his neck. He actually got, right. um, yeah, he wasn't. His neck wasn't broken because I got him in a rear naked choke, just joking mm. about after the fight, and he wasn't broken because if it was broken, he'd be. He'd, I don't know what would happen with a broken neck, but he wouldn't be moving around after walking around freely. No, he'd no, don't think out, he'd be laid out on a stretcher, going going to the emergency yeah. room, has he? Yeah, he actually literally got like um, he actually did do something to his neck years ago, and he actually posted it online like it was me that did it. But he had, he had an operation on his neck. And he had some like stuff put in his in his uh, in his neck and, and bolts and stuff. And he said it was me that did that. But we found out later on he, he did it years ago. He posted online like I did it. Why is he Why is he lying about something like that? Like, you know what I mean, that like, could be detrimental. That could be detrimental bonkers. to your career. You know yeah, him mm. him him saying it was you. Yeah, he's he's absolutely bonkers. It wasn't me. Um, it was an old injury. Um, yeah, he's just it's just it's just mad. Mario's mad. Like this is a fight I really really want to get on in the future. He's actually phoned me up about eighteen months ago saying he wants to fight me. He actually got my number and phoned me. And I, I was talking to him. I was getting my hair cut in my barber's, <laughs> and my barber could speak um, Kurdistan because they're from the same country. And then we're like, I passed him the phone and like they're having a conversation. And like, yeah, it was just pretty mad how he phoned me. So a bit surreal. But like, this hope he um, takes it if I get my win and. I don't know if he's if he's still fighting. We can get it on. Even at welterweight, I'll go up to welterweight to fight him because that's what he said. Oh, you'll have to fight me at welterweight. I said, not a problem. Whatever weight you want to be, we'll, we'll make it happen as, as long as you sign a contract. So this how is... how how are you pre-fight, Azzy? We're you know we're fans at the end of the day. You're a fighter. What, yeah. What's your head? What's your headspace like prior to the fight? You know, being in an arena in a venue where there could be you know possibly thousands of people. How are you yeah. mentally? Prior to the, getting in the cage or getting in the boxing ring, um, different now. As like I say, more experienced now. More, um, I've been through it so many times. It's still nerve wracking. Like anyone, you know, anyone says it's not nerve wracking is a liar. You know, at the end of the day, you're going in to fight another manager and they try and take your head off in front mm. of your friends, your family, and like you say, big crowds. Um, sometimes it's live. You know, um, so it can be quite daunting. But you've got to calm yourself. You got to you got to use that. And I use Custom Auto's uh, motto, which is like, um, you know, nerves can be like a flame. It can either keep you warm or it can absolutely, you know, it got turn into a blazing fire and, you know, destroy you. So, yeah, just keep keep yourself warm, stay, you know, stay focused. And, and your training should basically, if you put the work in, the only time I've ever got nervous, right, is when I took a fight on three days' notice on KSW. It was a fucking big show. There's fucking, there's, I don't know, there's 15,000 people sold out arena, wow. Ergo wow. Arena, right? So three days, I'd left SBG. Um, I, I decided to go back to do boxing, professional boxing. So I had no MMA training for this fight. 
And I took it because I'm just mad like that. I just thought, fuck it, let's go. Take a fight. Let's go. <laughs> well, why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. So um, I took this fight. Anyway, then I'm about to come out. I'm looking outside how many fucking people there. And it's the first time I've ever got nervous. Only because, though, it wasn't because I'm scared of anything or any man or anything. It's the fact that, shit, I haven't trained for this fight. I don't know how I'm going to react. I don't know how my body's going to react when I get taken down or get into wrestling exchanges. I knew this guy was a black belt judo uh, guy. He's quite a strong ground game. But then I just got a picture on my phone. I had my phone with me. I got a picture of my kids and it just brought me back to reality. Shit, I can't go in there like this because I, I'll get hurt. So I've got to focus and just do what I can with what I, you know, what ability I've got and the experience that I've got. And yeah, I did all right in that fight, to be honest. Lost on points, but um, like I say, uh, yeah, I did all right on three days' notice. Should have won it. Could have won it, and um, just one of them experiences again. Would, would you? Oh, Carnage Payne, as he one of our regulars, this guy, uh, he's always watching the show every week. Great show, lads. All your hard work, Stu and Chris. Yeah, Cheers we, for the uh, we, chat, mate. We, we nice. thank, yeah, thank you, thank, thank you for the donation, mate. We appreciate that, John Richmond. Oh, Mark Lloyd, another regular. Thank you very much for your super chat again, mate. Cheers, Mark. There's a and few questions cool. for here, Azzy, so I'm gonna just throw some at you. Yeah, go on. Uh, this is from Carnage Payne. He's asking you who is your favourite fighters to watch. <laughs> He's beat me to it. I've that was that, I've got that written down. I could have asked <laughs> this. My favourite fighters. Um, if we're talking uh, boxing, I'm going to say Marco Antonio Barrera. Mm -hmm. I used to love Ricky Atten at the time because uh, I was a big British boxing fan. And if I'm talking MMA, then I'm going to go with Chuck Liddell because he's the person who made me switch my boxing to MMA. And I just fell in love with the sport from then. Chuck Liddell when he fought uh, T Ortiz. And then I was just, from then on, it was, uh, yeah, no looking back. And that was a long time ago. Mm. Um, but if I'm saying today, my favourite fighter today, um, there's a few good ones, isn't there? Let's be honest. Uh, I know Khabib's retired, and a lot of people don't like the Khabib style, but I think he's monster. Know, yeah, he's he's got to be one of the one of the best now of all times. You know, I can't see anyone beating him at if he comes back, or you know, any of the champions here today. You know, who who's it? Oliver area. Um, I don't think he gives him a hard day. I think he, I think he wipes the floor with him. So I'd, if, I'd say Khabib today, my favourite kind of fighter. You'll like this next question because it's from Brett Thomas. And uh, he loves to talk about yeah. a certain two people in uh, celebrity boxing. So I'd like to see what your thoughts are. What's your opinion on the Paul brothers? Hey, do you know what? These guys are making money. They're hustlers. Um, they're doing what they're doing. Um, to be honest, it's not something... I like personally, you know, but, you know, there's two guys just trying to make some money. So, you know, I think every person who, if had the opportunity to do the same thing, you know, if you're going to make a million pound, you know, having a boxing fight and picking your hand, you know, hand, hand picking your fights and a bit of training, you're going to mm. do it. These guys, though, to be fair, one of them, <clears throat> what's what's the one who, who knocked out, um, ask him, what's his name? Um, Jake Paul, Jake Paul. He, look, he looks half decent, you know, he looks like he can throw throw down a little bit. you got to give him his respect. Did did he take a dive? Though A lot of people said he took a dive again. I don't know. It's like, what, yeah, what I don't a, know. Who what, knows? What about what about the talk about the, they were NCAA Division 1? Chris is sceptical about that. Yeah. They were Division, the Division 1 in their craft. I can't see tape yeah. on it though. I, I got to see taped for me to no. see the, you know, the actual proof on it. You know. Yeah, I have heard that myself. I've heard that myself. But hey, look, do you know what? What's the one that with Fort Floyd? What's him? What's his name? Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. Logan Paul. Listen, 
Logan did better than Ricky Atten, Canelo. He got a draw against Mayweather. <laughs> but it wasn't. Now, it didn't. It didn't go know, on the pro pro record, does no, he? No, I know. Mayweather. Know, know. Mayweather's not. Mayweather's <laughs> not baffed. Mayweather's no, not. I know. He's a businessman. He's a businessman. Now, boxing, professional boxing, is a business. You fight mm. the amateurs. It's a sport. You go to the boxing game, professional. It's all about selling tickets. It's all about marketing yourself. You know. And and that's probably another reason why I felt like I love a boxing. To be honest, I was I was I did four hundred dollars tickets in my first pro debut. Wow! And then I did two. Then I did two. Honestly, have a look on my fight against um, Martin Sweeney. It was absolutely rampant. Um, I had all the Stoke fans there because my dad played for Stoke. It was in Stoke. They all yeah. turned up. It was fucking mental. The atmosphere was unbelievable. <laughs> you know, and obviously then the promoters obviously loved what I was about. Obviously selling tickets, making them a lot of money. And then the second night, they did that on a Saturday. The second show, they did it on a Friday. And I sold about 180 tickets, which is a shitload of tickets still. And they weren't happy. Mm. They weren't happy. Like, oh, you only done 180 tickets. I was like, fucking hell. Who? Some of you guys, your top guys, they're only doing 20 tickets. You know, I've done 120, 180 tickets here. And then it's like, oh, it's just like, seems to be like, it's all about how many tickets you sell, how much money you can make for the promoters. And, you know, it's, it, it, I lost love of it, so it didn't seem like be a sport. And then they were getting me easy opponents, and I wanted to fight whoever. Like, I wanted to fight some good fighters. I understand the promoters will look after fighters, but I had a good amateur experience, um, and I just wanted to crack on. And I didn't really, I didn't really enjoy it, so I lost love How, of uh, fighting boxing. What What are your thoughts on Jake Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury? Now, Tommy Fury's been on limited rounds in his early bouts, so they're obviously building in yeah. a. Uh, how how do you feel about Tommy Fury? If you've seen anything of him, yeah, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, I like to say he's fought a few trash cans as well. You know, it's hard to judge mm -hmm. when you're fighting nobodies. It's like you know they're literally dragging these people off the street. It looks like to me. Um, but I, I think his boxing pedigree, his background, you know, his amateur background stuff will do him a good stead. He should do a job, really, shouldn't he? You do does he take, what does about Tylen Woodley though? Tylen Woodley, Ooh. Jake Paul. Do you know what? If Woodley catches him on the chinny chin chin, it could be a yeah. good night. I hope Indiana. he does. You know, I, I hope he I does. Woodley, I think Woodley does. You know, I, I I'm gonna put my uh, I'm gonna say yeah, hundred percent. If I yeah, I'm gonna put Woodley down for that one. I'm gonna back. Wanna, I'm not gonna sit on the fence. Uh, that's fair enough. I, I'm a bit sus suspective of Woodley's chin because I mean I, I know he's he's. he's he been on a four fight losing streak, but he did fight you know killers in the in the in the welterweight division. He didn't fight bums. He fought everyone in the top five. You know, for Vicente Luque is on the on the rise, so there was no no harsh for him to lose to him. But I'm I'm just a bit worried where Woodley's heads at if it if it's for the money or just to to shut Jake yeah. Paul up personally. And I, I can say his chin worries me a bit if he gets caught as well. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not for the money. It will be it will be slightly for the money because oh, you know, yeah. those top guys fight for the money now. But um, I don't think he'd want to lose. No, I don't think he'd want to lose against him. I think his pride well, so. fighting the top level. Ask him definitely. Look at how Askin turned up in that fight. He looked like a bloody jelly bean. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah, yeah. He did. He's been out for in, he's been out for six months with hip injury prior to that as well. You know what I mean? And I yeah. I've watched Ben Askin for a, a long time, so I knew myself that his striking you know striking game striking probably poor. the worst I've ever yes. ever seen in MMA. Yeah. It's absolutely diabolical how bad his his striking is. You know, uh, he, yeah. he he could probably say the same about my wrestling compared to his, but the striking in a boxing fight, wow, no, no, definitely obviously money. Obviously money. Oh. How about how about McGregor and Poirier? We've got that next month. Third Whoa. fight. Who 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 are you thinking? Who are you thinking, Alzi? What's your thoughts on that one? Right. Okay. So 
he's got two different McGregors now. You've got a McGregor now who's past his peak. He's like, I think he's lost that hunger. Maybe that loss has brought that bit of hunger back. But I, he reminds me of Mike Tyson. I used to watch boxing years ago, obviously. Mike Tyson, when he was 21, he was a wrecking machine. And then once he became like the richest sports person in the world, money goes to your head, no doubt. And that's what happened to him. And um, I spoke to uh, Joe Egan, good friend of mine, and my family, and, and he was a sparring partner of Tyson. He said, no one's seen the best of Tyson. You know, when he lost to Buster Douglas, he was probably high as a kite. I think we can all say that. He'll probably tell you that himself, right? So he'd lost that dynamic strength, that dynamic speed and power. You know, I'd probably start his power, but it wasn't the same Tyson. It was, you know, it was a lesser Tyson. I think McGregor's been partying, living a lifestyle, 100 million in the bank of uh, Floyd Mayweather. Once you lose that hunger, it's hard to get yourself up in the morning to push yourself that extra mile. And these elite athletes are pushing themselves that extra mile. I think Puri was more hungry in the last fight, learned from the first fight. I, I'm going to say it again. I think Puri does does a job on him again. I'm going to say just going to just going to jump in. Chris. I'm just going to just going to say to our comments. There's a few comments coming in. We will answer your comments at some point, uh, maybe towards the end. So don't think we're not we're ignoring you because we're not. Um, we've Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. Um, I, the last time I, I liked Conor McGregor and his style was when he beat Eddie Alvarez because that was oh, the Conor McGregor. That was the, the Conor McGregor. I haven't seen Conor, that Conor McGregor for a very long time after that. Um, I, I, got, I got frustrated um, in that second fight against Dustin Poirier. Um, he was more, but it wasn't his karate stance. There was no, no movement the way he used to move. It was all boxing stance, and it was. Yeah. Some, it looked like to me he was teeing up for that for that uh, Manny Pacquiao fight. He was trying to get you know after the fight if he won. Um, yeah. And there, and those calf kicks, obviously, he hasn't really worked on or watched. You know how these have come into play now, and yeah. he obviously struggled with things like that. Um, it's difficult to see, but. You can't count Conor McGregor out because you know I mean no, things like not. he can just you know appear to you know to be better. But I don't know. Dustin's bigger than him at welterweight as well. Uh, not welterweight, sorry, lightweight as well. He saw the difference in sizes when they both you know stood side next to each other in the octagon. So I think Dustin. I think Dustin's on a roll. Dustin's fought some hard fights. Conor McGregor hasn't fought for a very long time. Minus Cowboy for sixty seconds, and then obviously Dustin Poirier for the two rounds they fought you know way back. But um, yeah. I, I think Dustin's on a tear, and I think Dustin's destined for that lightweight title shot against Charles Oliveira, personally. Yeah, I'm going to go say the same thing. Like, yeah, and, and Puri would have noticed, um, being a boxer, you have to, you lead heavy on the lead leg, and they must have thought about that going into that fight, because he yeah. targeted it, didn't he? Like, it was a, it was a part of the game plan. McGregor's saying now he's obviously switched on and aware of that, so we'll we'll see how the tactics play out. It's going to be interesting, though, but I think uh, Puri beats him again. John Kavanagh. John Kavanagh needs to get it all bob on in the cat in the camp as well this time. Yeah. If if they're gonna, you know, Pure will smash him if he gets an opportunity. Starts loading, starts loading up. Uh, He's I, the richest I, I, sport I in the world as well, though now McGregor. So you've got to understand. Thing like, is, it, it, it I, comes think along. It, I think McGregor's a businessman as well. Don't forget. And, and yeah. He's more motivated by money, I see, than he was like the his title. If you know what I mean. His goal is more. Yeah more money and how much money paper he can stack. He's all about showing how much money he's got than he is his actual... He doesn't really talk about fighting much now, does he? It's about whiskey, telling... I, you know, it's all about well, that. I, or or I, argue with Nate Diaz on Twitter. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I I, I'd love see. to see that fight again, though. That was a great fight, that. You know, that I, don't, I don't see anybody... I don't see anybody coming in and making the money because he was a one-off. 
yeah. you know, it's all been it's all been done. It's all been done. He borrowed he borrowed from pro pro wrestling in his promos and all that. It's it's you know it was the the uh, theatre side, the theatre aspect, wasn't it, and stuff like that. I I can't see anybody making the money he's made in MMA in combat sports. No, no. at all. Not at this very point time. No, am I wrong I, there? Am I wrong I there? Does someone else come along? You see, when Conor McGregor first was in Cage Warriors, and I watched all that, um, and he had the bravado then. He had that that self belief then when he was going through Cage Warriors. You know, became double champion, but within what six six months to a year, and then he came in and he joined the UFC against Marcus Bremage, and you can see, you know, the whole sixty Gs, Dana. You saw everything then. Um, yeah. I can't, I don't see anybody any other sort of fighter that's come in with that kind of bro, bravado. They probably copied it to an extent, but they. They haven't got that switched on this that Conor McGregor had. Yeah, he's got the X factor on him when it comes to promoting fights and uh, oh, yeah. all lies on him. You know, people are tuning in not just to see him uh, win, they're also tuning in to see him get knocked out and stuff as well because people hate hate that. It's like Mayweather, isn't it? People tune in to see him get beat the more than they see him get you know win. Mm. You know, because he, he you know he's he's he puts out there, doesn't he? You can't you can't disrespect what they do though. Hard work, dedication, it pays off and and. I don't think it's such a bad thing that like they what they do. They do what they do and they make money and good on them. When he calls out people like Korara Usman worries me though, and I'm thinking that's oh, not, that's not fight. a good fight for him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I see, yeah. Bad fight. Bad fight. Bad fight. Bad fight. He won't bad. go. He won't go up. He won't go up to Welterweight. He, 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 he likes CS it there sport. though. He likes but, it there. He what, said before. He, he likes it there. I, I think he's too. I, I think it's too much for him to put on. Personally, how's he? How, how do yeah. you feel about him at one seventy? You know, no, no, Usman. Wow, no chance. He's never going to beat Usman. Usman just take him down anyway if he wanted to. Look what Khabib did to uh, McGregor. I yeah. think even uh, Usman bigger, stronger. Is he better wrestler? No, maybe not. But you know, he's got it's way too much strength and too much power from McGregor. You know, when especially gets in the later rounds, then know, he's that, tired. Yeah, carrying extra weight. McGregor, if he doesn't win in the first round, you know, he's he struggles a bit sometimes, doesn't he? You know, he finds it hard. Second after the second hard. round, after the second round, he starts he sees his yeah. gas tank starts emptying, yeah. The snap goes out of his punches. I, I seen that like going back to the uh, Khabib fight when he fought um Khabib, I seen a couple of uh, efforts from him where he how he got Aldo where he laid back and he hit that crisp, lovely left hand. He tried it on um Khabib, but the timing wasn't there. Now McGregor's mm. timing was impeccable when he was, you know, he was on it. You know, yeah. I think he's lost that now. Which once you lose that timing and that snap in the shot, which his main attribute was his left cross, right? His, his, his yeah. power striking. He's lost that now, pretty much. So I think he's done. Like I say, going back to four, I think he's done. And calling out Usman, bad, bad, bad night in the office. I'll, I'll say about the Khabib fight though. He's done better against Khabib than any other fighter that's gone against Khabib since Khabib was the champion. Yeah. So that, that proves proves yeah. his pedigree. He was like, he wasn't Poirier. Really... What about Poirier? Oh, Poirier, yeah, la yeah, no, Poirier no landed on. He, he yeah, landed but, in. He yeah. landed against Khabib, but obviously Khabib took it, didn't he? And then went on to yeah, destroy but, him. Yeah, Conor went later with Khabib, but don't forget this, this was the 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 punching old men in the pubs, kind of throwing you know dollies into into yeah, coaches. Yeah. And this this was the yeah. guy who, who's come out and said yeah. he was drinking whiskey and yeah. partying prior to his training for the Khabib. It was a different fight now. Khabib versus the Connor that beat Alvarez, again, that's a different fight. 100%. Totally different fight. You know? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I've gone into fights unfit before now, and I know the difference of being fit and unfit and, you know, taking the piss out of 
the people you might be fighting and, over, and underestimating them and going partying and stuff and then fighting two weeks later. Mm. It's a fucking hard sport to be in to do that. You can't you can't take the piss in sport. And that's what he, he did. Sports Social Podcast Network.